0: you better not change if you change my name in, in your phone to dora i, will, I promise you you would be motherfucking boots in, in a heartbeat
1: dora is the shit because i'm at my part-time job i'd be like delicioso you even- i delicioso. <laughs> delicioso el pizza delicioso the pizza whatever delicioso. i'm pretty sure that's
0: not even how you say pizza in spanish
1: pizza el pizza He knows what pizza
0: is. I'm fucking done with you. Whatever. Dora should be calling you to give you some El Spanish classes. Or I'll be
1: like, I'd be like, Bomanos mi casta. And they'd be like, no, 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 Alexandrin. You don't want everybody to go to your house. You have to say you wanna go to your house. I'd be like, but you knew what I meant. Bomanos? Like baminos means let's go. I know, that's why I'm like who
0: are you telling? That's not everybody.
1: No, but like if I say "bamos mi casa," I'm saying like "let's go to my house." Mm. When I really want to say, "I'm ready to go to my house," like I want to go home. But they know what I'm saying. They know what I'm trying to say. Is my
0: point. You need to have somebody give you a class because you don't know what the fuck you're saying. I you used to my be walking Duolingo. around here saying my booty busting, and you don't even know. Tell me your hot pocket is fresh, and it's not. Like, you don't even know what you're saying. Whatever. I'm just saying. They
1: get my Spanish. I learned yesterday it's broken. That permiso is excuse me. And what was it? Well,
0: niggas don't be saying it, so...
1: Occupado is busy. You didn't know that? Because who... Because... The guy in my job, he be like, mucho busy, mamita, mucho busy. So I was just like, I know busy is not the Spanish word. because he'll And he his English is broken, too. So he knows a few Both words. Now. And then I know a few words, so we're always trying to go back and forth. So I'll be like, um, be awesome. como, or donde, busy, or whatever it is. And they'll be like, Alexandria. I'll be like, come on. I need to be able to tell Jose so I can go back. So I ran back to the kitchen, and I said, Jose. Mucho ocupado. He said, more! Oh, daddy! Si, sí, mommy. si. Sí. Mucho dinero. I said, no, poquito dinero. But, you know, he got it. Okay. Whatever. Hey, guys. Welcome back. It is Black History Month, so before we got Woo-hoo! started, I wanted to recognize carol simpson she is one of the first black famous um woman anchors and well no she is the first african-american woman to anchor a major network newscast and she was a part of nbc news in 1975 originally from chicago she is retired now but she does host like seminars and she has a couple of scholarships on um black journalism so i wanted to just go ahead and shout her out yes sis Bloop bloop bloop. Alright, I don't have a Who Am I. But before we got into the shits, I wanted to just. But tell before a new text message says Who Am I? That was supposed to be like if we had somebody. Okay. Thank you. I can do one. You have one? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm right. Black
0: anchor woman.
1: Girl, you about to say Gail? Yes. I'm just like, <laughs> Girl, she's on our right, listening to us. Gosh, here she go because
0: yeah. like I just kind of wanted to touch on this really quickly like do you think her and Oprah have it like some vendetta against black men or something because last week I printed out the article and I was going to we were going to discuss it about how Oprah was a part of she was executive producer for Russell Simmons um, documentary documentary about his what allegations se- his sexual assault allegations and then she backed out because of creative differences. I see you got
1: a new phone case. I know this is off the charts, but I like it. For oh, thank you. Good job. A gift from the husband. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kool-Aid, where's my phone case at? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so what
0: was that? Um,
1: oh, with the Russell Simmons Okay, so do you...
0: Now, okay, so recently, if you guys do not know and you're under a rock, she had an interview with... Um, Lisa Leslie. Leslie which is she's a WNBA basketball player I don't know if she's retired or not but you know she's she a very famous name a very very famous woman name for basketball um, she was basically asking about the charges that Kobe Bryant had against him is he still considered a legend and she's basically saying in a nice way saying bitch don't bring up shit because he's dead and he can't defend himself and he was acquitted exactly She's like, it went to trial. What is the problem? So do you think Oprah and Gail have something against black men?
1: So first of all, I am so against when a person is not here to defend themselves. Why are you talking about this?
0: Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Okay. When I think about Tell Aaron Hernandez Brian.
1: and they're bringing up his, his
0: sexuality. sexuality
1: what does that have to do with nothing? If Aaron didn't talk about it when he was here and, and alive, why is it a topic of conversation right now? And what does that have to do with the facts of the story, number one? Exactly. When I think about Michael Jackson, why are y'all bringing up his child uh, molestation cases and this, that, and the third? When I think about Wendy Houston, why are y'all bringing up her...
0: Addiction. Her
1: addiction and her volatile relationship? Like, I don't understand that. And people, I do not... I am not here for people profiting off certain things like that and... I think it was very tasteless and did you, well obviously you sent it to me, Gail got on the TV, on Instagram live and she was just like, you know, I didn't realize it and it was only a clip that was shown, I didn't realize that my team went ahead and shared it and that I seen the clip that you all saw ahead of time, I too would have been upset, no, Gail, you have been in this game for a very long time, you are a veteran in this game and you knew that was inappropriate. You knew that was fucking inappropriate to go ahead and to ask, and you chose to do so anyways. You're only on it now because you weren't expecting to get all of this backlash, this negative backlash that you were getting. And then when I think about with Oprah, you know I love Auntie O, and one thing I want to say before we go ahead and we get into (laughs) like— Before before getting into, you know— what's been going on recently with Oprah, let's not take away from all Oprah has contributed to the black community, community, to the world of journalism. Let's not take that away from her. But I just kind of feel like Oprah, you, you are fucking Oprah. Why are you picking and cho- And I feel like that's the thing, too. The issue that people have is that she's picking and choosing things. Mm-hmm. You wanted to do a documentary on Russell Simmons, but you weren't trying to do one on Harvey Weinstein because he was your friend. One of her spiritual advisors who she had on, like, the own spirit club or show, what chat, Next Chat, whatever the thing is called, he is now in prison for uh, a sexual abuse claims and things like that. Mm. So where's your documentary on that? So it's a matter of, for me, I think people's issue is a matter of keeping the same energy across the board. I think, that's, I think that's the thing. And then even going ahead and choosing to be a part in the conversation documentary about Michael Jackson, it's just like, for what? So I think that's the bigger issue here. And it just so happens to be that, like, this is the second case, is the second incident, it's where it is a black man and you are having the stance that you're having. Mm-hmm. And I but think I, that's where the conflict is. I will say this. Production
0: and Gail didn't write the question. No, but you had a choice. You had a choice to ask, right? You have a choice to ask the question. So, to the person that decided to ask this question, fuck you. And to Gail for asking the question, you got to be a little bit. Gail is not new in this game. No, No, I know that. I know that. That's my thing. You got to be a little bit smarter. On how you foresee things coming, like if I ask this question, how is Black Twitter going to feel? But but I say, how, how is his? I wonder how, like, how his wife feels, hearing, and watching the same clip that right. I sent you.
1: And I think, like, and just watching the clip that she did, and you know, she tried to say, well, oh, and I get it, like, not everyone saw the whole thing and getting the context. That she said, I wanted, uh, her to go ahead and clarify it. No, I'm sorry. She has been in this game too long to know when some questions are aren't, and aren't appropriate. And if this is supposedly her production team or whatever the case is, you, you cannot tell me that she didn't have no power over what was released. Period, point blank. You cannot tell me as fucking Gail King that you did not have any power over that. I don't believe that to save my fucking life. But that's just me on it. That's just my two cents. I don't believe in speaking on certain things. And especially when the man was acquitted, why are you bringing it up? The man's not even, the family ain't even had a funeral service yet. Right. And here you are over here talking about it. Like, stop. Let this man and the family, you know, take care of whatever they need to take
0: care of before you come off the motherfucking well work with these goddamn questions.
1: But I appreciate how uh, uh, Lisa Leslie went she ahead and she shut it down. She did great. Really well. She wasn't nasty about no, it. Not at all. Not she at all. She did great. She did really well. So we're just going to have to... You know what it is? Gil was riding off of that interview that she did with R. Kelly.
0: Yeah, but you need to pipe down. That's what she was doing. The Pied Piper is now in jail, so pipe your ass down. He
1: ain't getting out.
0: <clears throat> he
1: ain't All got right. no money. So on to Alex's new show. Yes. All right. So I only saw one episode. But did you tell me to watch Married at First Sight? I did. Okay. They're in D.C. now. Really? Yes. The new season It's on now? The new season
0: that's on now, they're in D.C.
1: How many episodes are they in? What do you mean? I don't understand. Like, how far in the season is it? Um, three? Three episodes? Okay, so I saw... long as fuck, because it's five couples. So very specific, I saw season three, episode three, and four. Okay. And it was... I don't even know, like, everybody kept telling me, like... Watch the show, watch the show. And I don't even know, like it just kept popping up. I think like a little clip of it came up on YouTube and I was just like, oh, okay, this is I like this. So I was like, let me go and try to watch a full episode. But this particular one, like, the girl was so unattracted to her husband and she was just like, um, she was basically questioning his sexuality and his manhood. I think her name might have been Samantha.
0: Mm, I have no idea who that her is. Her name and
1: then there was another one, there was a black girl on there and she comes back for another season like like they're trying it over again her name was like it was like Trey and Vanessa mm-hmm. anyways these people are fucking crazy and this one girl on there I don't even know what her name was but the husband was just like she's just so beautiful she's so cool that he was trying his hardest mm-hmm. but this girl was just such a bitch and my thing that killed me about the show was like why are you being standoffish when you signed up for this show So I'm going to have to let y'all know how it goes. Continue to watch it. Will I like it more than 90 Day Fiancé? I like them both equally.
0: Because it's about love. And then some of it is foolery.
1: It was all all 45 minutes or whatever it was that I saw was all foolery. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. And then, oh my God. And then something happened to the girls like Tooth and she had to go to the dentist and they were outside playing tetherball. Now, I
0: did watch, okay, so I'm not a newbie to to Married at First Sight, but I just recently started watching it maybe like two, three years ago. So I'm picking up like season eight or nine, because I don't know what season they're exactly on right now. Ten. Okay, so one (coughs) episode, they had this guy and this girl, and they were black, and they were together. They were going on their honeymoon. The wife got detained. Mind you, he only knew her for two days, and he's like... Why did you get detained? What's going on? And then he's trying to figure out what's going on. So if you get a chance, um it's well, why Tristan. did she get detained? I can't Frank, I ain't about to tell you what it is. No tell me, friend, you gotta, you I gotta, can't. You gotta you gotta, <laughs> you gotta You gotta
1: watch and neither find neither. out. <laughs> you
0: gotta friend, you gotta watch and find out yourself.
1: But it's Mia and Tristan. Mia and Tristan. Yes. Wait, I feel like I saw a clip of them. Okay, I saw another clip. It was a slimmer black guy, and then this one woman, and she was so upset that she wanted to have sex, and he didn't. He wasn't ready to have sex with her. And they were on their honeymoon, and she was just like, "I'm just saying, like, you know, we should be doing this. Like, I'm your wife. I'm gonna want to have sex. I have wants and needs too." Nah, that name Mia. That's not her. Okay, and then I saw one with this guy named Junip. I think that's his name, and they're pregnant. They got pregnant within the same year. I seen a clip of them. I saw, but a clip.
0: I, I saw a clip of them because he didn't like her at first and then they end up fucking around and she got pregnant.
1: This is too much tea in this show for me. It's too much. It's too much for me. I love it, but I'm gonna watch it. And you
0: better. So I'm gonna fucking watch it. Please but I'm gonna skip to this current
1: season then and then I'll go backwards.
0: The first first couple of episodes are long as fuck. It's like 2 hours.
1: So what happens in the first two episodes? Are The first two episodes like Cause they, I just jumped straight they through. They find out their the right?
0: Of course, they don't know who they are. They are, <clears throat> um, getting their wedding dresses, getting their tux. The marriage, the ceremony happens. Mm-hmm. The family interaction happens. Mm-hmm. The reception happens, and then they're the next episode is that they're in the rooms, the night. Of the wedding,
1: so that so that's the episode that I started. It was like the night after the wedding, and then I it was like part of the first day of the honeymoon. And the second episode I saw was like the second, like continuing yeah. on mm-hmm. the honeymoon. Okay, yeah. all right, all right, all right. I got I can watch, and I got I can watch. It. Yeah, but in DC, like, are all the are all the contestants from DC? I feel like they're not
0: all from DC. I feel like they're from the DMV area, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like they're from DC.
1: Well, that's what I mean. But it's based in this area.
0: Yes. Okay, so I'm going to have to watch it then. Yes. I might know somebody. Y- you might. I doubt it. Joshua know. knows. He doesn't know somebody specifically, but one of his coworkers knows one of the contestants. Is, the contestants, One of the people
1: that's on there. Oh, I'm going to have to. Okay, I'm excited. Now. All right. I am too. Sure. So, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but coronavirus is 12 cases in the U.S. now. <sighs> Why are you hugging friend? Because... Okay, one of the patients that I
0: interacted with today, he's very funny, he was like, I went to the liquor store and I told my wife I couldn't go down to beer. I was like, why every man likes beer or whatever? He was like, because there's too many Coronas down there. And I was like, get, okay. get the fuck away Okay, and goodbye,
1: from me. sir. And goodbye. But um, I don't think China's being up forth and coming with
0: all the information.
1: So, apparently one of the... Hosp- so, let me just explain this, that coronavirus is not something new. Um, it's been around. I think it was, like, eradicated or controlled for quite some time and then just an influx of it happening again and it's crazy because they actually talked about it on an episode that appeared years and years ago on the simpsons and you know Mm -hmm. they always say that the simpsons always predict um but they were saying and this is just from what i saw and i could be wrong so please chinese community please do not come from me don't come from my neck but they were saying it's coming from something that they're eating Mm -hmm. and
0: they eat a lot of raw foods like raw sushi the video
1: i saw it and from what i read some of their delicacies contain rodents specifically bats and i guess they're carrying bats their original hosts of the disease this is just what i've seen okay are you saying E A T or c-a-t a bat like a flying black rodent i thought you said cat like dracula. dracula no 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 count <laughs> <Kind of> dracula <laughs> <laughs> so apparently that's where they're coming from and the doctor who went ahead and who um, made it um, publicly known and he was warning people about it, he actually died today of the disease. He succumbed to it.
0: Wow. Um, and
1: people were like, you know, they were trying to shut him up about it over there. They didn't want him to say anything. But now it's here in the States. And this is what I always say. And apparently, like, one flight, it, I feel like it's always something when someone is traveling mm-hmm. somewhere. Because um, the niggas don't know how to wash their
0: fucking hands. They're not
1: washing their hands. You're in a tight compa- You're in a tight space where germs are just circulating through. It's not like a car where you can roll down the windows and things can get out. Mm-hmm. It's constantly circulating the same germs. And it's funny because like I like every time I travel, I feel a little stuffy when I come back off of a plane. Because there's so many cooties in there. Mm -hmm. So now I try to take up my emergency seat ahead of time. Like to have my cup of tea and all that other stuff. Because I can't be getting sick when I come back. But on the flip side of that, they were also saying that the flu is... I have never... I mean, granted, like there's flu season every single year. But every time I turn around, someone is fucking coming down with the fucking flu. Yeah. People, get your damn flu shots. And granted, yes, you you are still susceptible to getting the flu. However... Your symptoms aren't as bad, and when you get the flu, it's not as prolonged as it would be had you not got it. Right. So, I don't know what it is about people not getting vaccinated.
0: Well, so, from people, from my perspective, people are not getting <clears throat> um, vaccinated because they think the government is doing something to make them sick. So, they don't want to get the vaccine. I'm just a messenger. Don't shoot me, and don't worry about it.
1: The eyebrow was not for you, friend. I know. It was not for you. I know. I promise. I know. Okay, so Arshay, you sent me the link of Chet Hanks, who was Tom Hanks' son. I just finished watching his little video talk thing or whatever it was about it. What are your takes? Okay. Being that we are in Black History Month. I
0: mean, even if we're not in Black History Month, do you think he's appropriating culture? First of all, I didn't even know this nigga was Tom, Tom Hanks' son. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never knew that shit until I looked at the last name. I was like, Hanks, Hanks. You gotta I put it like, together, friend. I feel like I seen this name at a movie credit or something. Like You gotta put it, it you gotta put it together, friend. What's okay? I mean he'll find a white boy, but I'm just saying He's, like Grim. I mean, even if we're not in Black History Month, the thing that got him caught up is because he was recorded. White people do this shit. Asian people do this. Before Everybody doing what though? Doing the accent. So what? as a Jamaican.
1: So I'm Jamaican. Well, I was I gonna say as as you
0: you are Jamaican. I do don't you? give a fuck. Okay.
1: And when I was looking through the comments, a lot of people were showing their flag and they were like, "I'm Jamaican and I'm not offended by it." Like, because I do that shit. And i It's like no I'm different Jamaican. than if I'm. When I used when to watch, you try to talk Spanish just now. I'm working on it. Okay. Okay. If I want to put on my a Hispanic accent or if I want to put on a British accent or if I when I used to watch Degrassi and I used to try to mock how they yes. sound. Sorry. Yeah. Hama. hmm Hama. You know, like what?
0: Is that appropriating culture?
1: No, it's not. So why are people so
0: fucking offended? Like, I don't get it. I didn't see anything wrong with what he did. Because people do
1: it every day. Somebody's doing it right now. Alex I just think, did it. I don't think that's culture appropriate. I don't think he was being inappropriate. He was in the country. You know, he was. I, I just. And this just. This just goes back to me as black people here in America. I feel like we get offended by every and anything. And it's not that deep. And if the people of Jamaica are not offended by it, why are you offended by it?
0: Now, I will say this. If you don't stand for something, you're gonna fall for everything. I get it. I get it. But I feel like we as a community, black people, we're very sensitive because we've fallen for we've taken L's upon L's, yes. upon, L's yes. upon L's upon L's. So we're trying to protect us. Oh for sure.
1: And I and I totally get that, but it brings me back to the are we culture cultural appropriating when we wanna rock when we want to rock blonde. Long
0: years. Hair.
1: Because even and there are some black people who have Blonde hair, mm-hmm. but a good majority, are we, for people whose hair does not grow down all the way to their ass and we're rocking this, silk, this silky straight hair or whatever it is that's coming from some Asian country or, uh, or India or something of the sort, we don't have a no problem with it in. We wear things and we support designers that wait, wait. that aren't supported for us. Gucci. Those designers, when you think about those high-end designers with like that, those clothes aren't meant for our bodies. They're not tailored to fit us. They don't want us doing it. They've tacked on as culture appropriators because hip hop is cool and the black culture is cool and we are it things. We are always going to be in style. Our culture is always going to be in style. However, they make money off of us. But we still support it. Wait.
0: I just thought about something <laughs> random, right? Okay, so I just recently ordered a wig from China. Do you think the coronavirus is in my box?
1: <laughs> they love me here? Ah! China I was looking at they sell yesterday. No. They oh. Sorry, guys. Sorry, it has been a long week. But they were all sold out. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and then I went to Hair BB and they were sold out too. <laughs> but I thought we said we were going to talk about this later. Okay, you <laughs> you back. I had to, to the, put that but, out I'm there. I'm sorry.
0: Back to the topic. I just thought about it. I was like, wait, we were just talking about the coronavirus. It's coming from China. My wig is coming from China. Is the coronavirus in my box? So, like, should I? I mean, I normally wash. I normally co. It's not going to be in me. I'm just saying. Your hair doesn't cough. Shit. You can wash it. I'm going to cut wash it, and I'm going to wash it again. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But
1: just, I just feel like. Yeah, she looked very like your spirits are very calm. Yeah. You look like you're ready for Friday. I am. Sick of niggas. Okay. You look like you're ready for Friday, but yeah, like I just I feel like we are just getting upset about every and anything, and it's just like, and I get having to take L's, and I get having to, but it's just like we are we are allowed to say whatever we want. And then when somebody says something back to us, it's like, oh my god, you can't say that. Yeah, and that's my thing. It's like that kid on the yard who starts the fight, mm-hmm. and then when the person who re- responds back and they kick their ass or whatever it is, or they hit them back, I'm telling right, like it doesn't work but like that. You hit me that. first, right,
0: right, right. It, d-
1: it doesn't work like that, and I just kind of feel like we have to keep the same energy across the board.
0: I agree. That's just just, just I me personally. personally do not feel like we he's appropriating culture. <laughs> I don't either. Just point blank.
1: And there are white Caribbeans. Yes. There are white people that live in Jamaica. There are. There's a large Chinese population that lives in Jamaica. Really? Yes. Hmm. So they like gentrifying over there. Like that's a whole other thing. Are you bringing the coronavirus? I mean, <laughs> all right. Let's get off this. we Come pretty healthy. We topic. we drink our tea and have our soup, so we're fine. We ain't worried about nothing over there. But okay. Do you know who Belly Eilish is? No. I'm not sure. Is that a man or a woman? She's a girl. See, I don't even know. She's one like, her and her brother, I think they won, like, they won a multitude of Grammys. They sing the song Bad Guy? No. So you're a bad guy. No. You know it if you hear it. Anyways. I'm pretty sure I don't,
0: because I don't even listen to the radio. I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> Thank
1: you. <laughs> Excuse me. You're excused. So I want to read what she said. So in an interview, um, She's so good. I fucking love her. So she's facing backlash after um, criticizing about lying in rap music. Oh, she won five Grammys or whatever the case was. So. Isn't she new? How she won five Grammys already? She's good. Mm-hmm. And her brother is the producer. So her and her brother co wrote and produced everything together. And he mm-hmm. won Grammys too that night. Um. Okay, so they were asking her about rap, and she says, it's like, I got my AK-47, and I'm fucking, and I'm like, what? You don't have a gun, and all my bitches, I'm like, what bitches? That's post- that's posturing, and that's not what I'm doing. So, she said, just because the story isn't real doesn't mean it can't be important, the 18-year-old to U.S. Vogue. There's a difference between lying in a song and writing a story. There are tons of songs where people are just lying. There's a lot of that in rap now from people that I know who rap. So that's how she went on to go ahead and say the comment. So, uh, rapper Styles P, do you know who he, who he is? Okay. okay, I don't want to say any of his songs wrong, so whatever. Alright, so he goes onto Twitter and he goes on a rant. He goes, who is Billie Eilish? Why the fuck do we care what she thinks? And she is sort of kind of right, but she don't get the culture, nor is she part of it, so why do we give a fuck? How or why is her opinion important to us? Made a song called I'm Black. I may hear the, ble- the beat play on a commercial here and there for... B.H.M., somebody tell Billy Eilish that. Rappers can say whatever the fuck they want and pretty much all rappers lie. If you don't like it, don't listen and mind your damn business. Society always has some sort of standard for rappers that no one else has to live up to. It's kind of silly. Rappers are human and eat shit and bleed and cry just like you. Stop putting us in such a high pedestal because we feel that we shouldn't do something. Grow up. I've lied a lot in my rhymes. I've lied about, I've rhymed about having and doing shit I didn't or couldn't. And these lies got me to to be able to live a nice. to be able to live nice and do nice shit. If you don't like something, don't listen to it. So then it just goes back to her saying, there's a difference between lying in a song or writing a story. There's a lot of that in rap now from people that know who rap. It's like, I got my AK-47, and I'm fucking, and I'm like, you don't have a gun. So what do you think about that? I mean, she ain't lying. What's the problem?
0: And he admitted it, that they lie in
1: their music. Right.
0: I mean, it's not even rappers. I mean, rappers too, but it's everybody. Niggas... There's only so many sad songs you can write about being brokenhearted. Okay? It's only so many. And then yeah. you then you move on to being happy. You ain't that goddamn happy. I Everybody think, lies in a song. It don't matter if it's rap, hip-hop, so that's pop, how my uh, understanding country. what he was
1: offended about. Why he was offended. She spoke a fact.
0: Exactly. It's nothing but facts. He's Good. upset because it's coming from a white woman.
1: Exactly my point. And it's funny because, you know, I love to read the comments and get a little dialogue going. Um, but a lot of people were saying, but she's telling the truth. And then right. you had those other people who were like, okay, but what does she know about this, you know, this white girl coming? And I'm like, listen, her her color is not a right. And I need people to have that same energy because those, let me say this. People lie and people create stories in their music. Like music and when you think about folklore and things like that, like. Music was used to tell stories to, to pass things on. However, the issue is is that with rap, you do have a lot, of, a lot of rap artists who rap about things. And I feel that, you know what, y'all never did that. Mm-hmm. Y'all wasn't selling drugs. Y'all wasn't shooting them. When you think about the Migos, they're from the suburbs of Atlanta. A lot of people don't know that. To change is college educated. A lot of people don't know that. Graduated and all, you know what I mean? there's a lot of things that just people just don't know or whatever the case is. And what I think one particular case thing about is Takashi 6ix9. Here he was. He was not about that life. And he rapped about it. And you know where he's sitting right now? In prison. So it was just kind of like, yeah, your lies may have afforded you this, you know, this catchy lifestyle or whatever the case is. That's like future rapping about drugs. If you just like, I don't even do lean anymore. I don't even do drugs anymore, but it goes with my music. So it was just kind of like, so you pho- you phony. Like, you're not fake. You're not this real nigga. You're not this this. You're not this that. Or whatever the case is. So
0: they were giving Plaus a hard time because a lot of his raps were based upon his brother. I'm just not. I'm not understanding what the problem is. Everybody's problem is because it's coming from a, a white, white girl. Woman, yes. Woman, girl. Anybody that's not. African American, or in that culture, you points. have a problem with yes. it. It's facts.
1: It's true. Styles P, you like you said you wasn't really about that life, but you did whatever you had to do to go ahead and to sell, you know, your music or whatever the case is. And I'm not knocking you, whatever it is, but don't come for her. Don't come. Don't shoot the messenger about right. it. She was asked a question, and she answered it. Right. And it's the truth. You know what I mean? So I think that's, a, I, I, I just feel like, again, that's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, yo, relax. But I think about the extreme cases and, you know, someone brought it up in the comments. He was just like, yeah, but, you know, the line is why Takashi 69 is sitting in prison. Well. You know, like he, he wasn't about that life. Apparently. And then you're mixing around with people who actually are about, are about that, that life, life. And then now you're in the situation. So then what do you do? What do you do? What do you say? You think about Aaron Hernandez. hmm I'm from Connecticut. Aaron, you are from Bristol, Connecticut, and no shade anybody in Bristol. But it's so funny because Kole would be like, you was Bristol that bad? I'd be like, there's an amusement park in Bristol. Kole Compound. Bristol is not bad. Like, it's a sleepy town. Like, where he started hanging out with these people. And in the Netflix documentary, the guy was just like, Aaron, wh- he didn't even grow up around us. where all that all of a sudden came from is where. And it ultimately cost him hanging around with the wrong people, attracting the wrong crowd, him getting into the situation where he was in. He ended up in prison. And then he's no longer with us. So, a lot of y'all niggas perpetrate. For what, I don't know. To look cool, I don't know. I don't get it. But whatever. So... Speaking of Mexicans, because Class 6ix9ine is Mexican, did you see the video that I sent you about the guy at the Parent Teacher Conference? No. Okay. For me being more of my my video, it's totally okay. All right. So, <laughs> there was a, uh, a high school, there was a group of parents, they were having a meeting, and apparently, there was some, the school was the, I think, I want to believe it was the football team. The football team, they had some incidents of racism, like someone tweeted out something racist towards some of the members on the team a father got up and he was speaking he was saying you know like his son is bullied at school and you know like i've gone into my son's room and he's been crying at night just because of all the bullying so some man got up and in, in in the midst of the father going ahead and speaking he says why don't you why didn't you why don't you go back to mexico then or why didn't you stay in mexico and it erupted and this white lady was just like what did you say and then this black guy said that he was just like, we're not going to have that. We're not going to tolerate that here. He's just like, I'm just saying, he said, if you think it's so bad here, and if you don't like the way we do things here, or whatever, why don't you stay here? Like, why did you, why are you staying here? So, of course, everyone there is putting in their two cents. And the man went ahead and he said to him, he says, because America is the greatest country. He's like, that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm here for me and my children or whatever the case and what have you. So, like, other parents were getting up and they were just saying, like, these behaviors are taught at home. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted your take on it like what the fuck first of all i
0: don't have a take because we're we're just not gonna do stuff like the for- so the guy that got up the white gentleman that got up and said so why don't
1: you go he back was to sitting me- he got the mic and says well why don't you go back to mexico
0: why don't you go back to British or Scotland or wherever the fuck your ancestors are from?
1: I just never understand. So, first of all, racism is something that's taught. Hate is taught. Exactly. And the way that he's speaking just so outwardly, I wouldn't be surprised if his child says something. So then, the, well, the, the, the guy that the,
0: got the, the white guy that got the mic, his is son tweeted something else. T- is he the son? Is that the child's? The one that no. getting bullied.
1: No. The Mexican father was speaking, or the Hispanic man was up and he was speaking, and he was saying, they, all the parents were there, and they were speaking of, like, you know, some bullying going on and racism going on amongst the team. Apparently, a tweet went out, and the parents got together to have a conversation and to have a meeting about it. So the father stood up, this Hispanic father, and he told the story. He said, you know, well, my son, like, he's stressed out, you know, that he's being bullied or whatever it is at school because of X, Y, and Z. And he says, like, I'm talking to my son and he's in his room. He's crying at night. This is a problem. So then that's when the other gentleman got up to say what he said. It
0: might be his child.
1: His child went ahead and got on Twitter and tweeted, um, I do not share the same views as my father at all. And I, I do not want you to think that I feel the same way or I share the same views as my father at all. Because that is complete. that is completely false. Something along those lines. So, you know, you did, the meeting goes on, like people are talking and this white woman, she was just so startled. She was just like, how do you, how do you just say something like that out of your mouth? Um, but I think it, it, it stems off to a bigger conversation of, first of all, I don't know what the fuck I would do or say if somebody says some shit like that in front of me. Like, you know, my reaction to shit is just fucking slow. But to say something like that, and his stance was, he was just like, "You guys can say whatever you want." He said, "You people can say whatever you want to say, but I can't say what I want to say." And it's true. If it's so bad here, why don't you leave? And a lot of people say that about. Um, a lot of people say that about people who are not American born. They say, "If your country, if America is so this or so that, why don't you go back to your country? Why don't you go back to these shithole countries or whatever the case is? You have so much pride. Get you here in this country complaining." And I think the thing that people need to understand is that when people leave... Oh, you turn up the audio. Right
0: oh, right right. right. I gotta start this. Like, oh my gosh, Arshay.
1: Okay. Now that we've reconvened and Arshay has seen the video.
0: I just wanted to see the video. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> he was about to get jumped. He was. He was. You saw how fast that lady turned around? Man, what? That old lady was like, what? But You but, call Bingo? But I think think more on a serious note is just that, like, I think people need to understand this. People do not leave what they know. People do not want to leave their friends and their family and their culture and everything that they know if they didn't feel like they had a choice. Mothers don't choose to go ahead and leave the country and leave their children behind to make a better life for themselves because they... They want to just for the sheer pleasure of it. No. A lot of times they come here and their their mission here is to work hard, get the education, and create a better lifestyle for their families. And I think people need to go ahead and people need to understand that. That doesn't mean that they don't have pride where they're from. That doesn't mean that they don't miss their culture and that they don't miss their, their, their families and everything that they know. It's a hard situation. Imagine living in a place your whole entire life and then all of a sudden, and it, it becomes too dangerous for you to stay where you are. Yeah,
0: I was getting ready to say that. So it becomes all jokes too dangerous. Yes, Mexico is experiencing like the worst drug trade situation going on right now. Yes,
1: you've got El Salvador, you've got Guatemala, and then you also got places where women don't have rights. Exactly. And they're coming here. And let me be clear. Also, uh, white people are immigrants too. Yes. People coming from Russia. It's a lot of Russia. United out here. States
0: it's not that fucking great. Let's make that (laughs) fucking clear.
1: I feel like the thing is here is that the thing about America, in comparison to other countries, I think we are great. We've got access to education, and it doesn't matter if you are male or female, no matter what the case is, you have that access to education. You have the opportunity. Now, America is not the land of milk and honey, as people think it is. You do have to work fucking hard, and there are some people who just have natural advances that other people do not. However... I need people to get into the mindset to understand that people don't just up and leave what they've known just for fuck's sake. Mm -hmm. So it's disrespectful for a person to go ahead. And to the pilgrims that came here, remember, y'all were kicked out. Y'all didn't have the freedom of religion that y'all wanted to have. A lot of the people, you know, they were essentially banished from where they were, so... They came here to America, and they went ahead and they tried to establish a lifestyle for themselves where they had some freedoms. So who are you to then go ahead and take that from somebody else to want to do that? It's disgusting, and racism is taught, and the fact that he's so able to just, and you know what, he felt how he felt. So you're entitled, a, you're to, your entitled your opinion. to how you feel. You're
0: entitled to have an opinion, but when it's ignorant and you stay in a room full of fucking people, expect to have somebody wanting to whoop your ass. I'm just saying.
1: He was confused and I was confused too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that black man that popped up Okay. was ready to put them hands on him.
1: Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. Okay, let's
0: talk about this halftime because people are getting a lot of- I thought they did good. I thought they did really good, but then I come to work and we're dealing with white people. And they're like, oh, it was too sexist, the, like sexy. And the too cheerleaders?
1: Over- Are they sexy too? Over-
0: a bro- And I'm just like- were we watching the same fucking thing? Were you watching a point? Like, I don't understand. It was like she slid... the uh, Jennifer Lopez slid down in the camera and her crotch was in the camera. It's not like... First of all, okay? It's not like she did that shit intentionally. I'm pretty sure. Well,
1: first of all, the Super Bowl halftime... Why are y'all kids out of bed? That's first of all. That's first of all. It's Sunday night. Y'all got it's school It's like
0: 9, 10, 11. Okay, Okay, that's the Super game Ball. didn't go off until like the 11, so... The cheerleaders
1: come out there and barely anything. So what does it matter? And... It's the Super Bowl. It was in Miami. And their style of dance and everything had to do with culture. And mm-hmm. if you are, like, for example, like, in the Caribbean, we celebrate, like, a carnival. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember going somewhere to Baltimore carnival, and this woman was just like, I don't understand why they have to be, like, half naked. And someone said to them, and, like, my friend turned around, she says, like... They're not being inappropriate. It's just the culture of it. Like, we don't look at it as, like, a sexual way. This is just, we're out here. We're having a good time. Whatever the case is, she says, to other people who aren't familiar with the culture, mm-hmm. you're going to be shell-shocked when you see certain things. But to us, it's not. Same thing with, like, in the Latin community. Like, people who I feel like are offended are people who don't know anything, but it was making me laugh because they were like, all the memes were like, um, all the mega people watching the Super Bowl. They had uh, Demi Lovato, who's Mexican, singing the star Spangled Banner. And she's then,
0: Mexican? Mm-hmm.
1: Never knew that. Yeah. You know her sister was on Desperate Housewives? No. She was Evelyn Longoria's daughter on the show. Mm-mm. She looks a little more uh, ethnic than Demi does.
0: Never knew that.
1: Yeah. But I think she's, I think her father is Mexican. And then her mother isn't. Just like Selena Gomez. Her father is Mexican. Her mm-hmm. mother isn't. Um, but I thought they looked amazing. But I brought it up because they were saying, like, how good J-Lo looks for 50. Uh, yes. And then they were talking about it on The reel today. And they were saying, like, you know, like, why are people so shocked at 50? Whatever the case is. But Lonnie made a good point. She says J-Lo is 50, and J-Lo has money that a lot of us don't have to be able to look like that. So as a mom, and I'm nowhere near 50. But I don't look like that. What do you think about people's comments about like having, associating someone's age to their sexiness?
0: Well, I kind of didn't, I I didn't like the comment that you said that they associated her age with her having the money. Granted, if she had no, 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 surgery not with, done. Not,
1: let me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say like, Lonnie Love was saying that Yes, j is 50 or whatever, this, is then, the third. And, like, you know, she's very strict about her, this, then, the third. She says, but also she says, you know, regular moms out there, a lot of them don't have access to the things that Jennifer Lopez has. Okay. So, saying, like, you know, a lot of us don't have personal trainers. We mm-hmm. don't have personal chefs. We mm-hmm. don't have this. We don't have that. We don't have a team to help us out with our kids. Right, So that right. we can dedicate our to gotcha. working out. Okay.
0: Because I was getting ready to say, I was yeah. like, uh, no, I don't <laughs> agree with that. Um, what
1: was the question? So my question was, what do you think about people associating her being shocked that she's 50 and she's looking that good?
0: I mean, what's the difference between her and Holly Berry? Because when they found out that Holly was 50 and she was looking just as chocolatey and sexy as she wanted to be. Like, I don't see a problem with it. I I did. I don't see a problem with it. Let me just say that. Because I don't even know how I want to...
1: I don't see, I think she looks bomb, her and Shakira did, but speaking to the part of what Lonnie said, and like, how it's saying like, women are saying like, oh, like she's 50 and that's goals. Like a lot of moms saying like, oh, that's goals and da da da, da.
0: But to like I don't think it's realistic.
1: That, and that's her point that she was saying. Is it, is it realistic?
0: I mean, it's realistic to want to have, um, lose weight, to stay healthy, to do these things. However, I don't, I don't think it's realistic. At 50, you're winding down, you're still in your career, you don't have- For
1: for an everyday woman, I don't think it's realistic, I agree with you.
0: I don't think it's realistic.
1: I, I, I totally agree, like, I'm 29, and no. You about to be 30. I know. In two months. I know. Don't remind me. Don't. I'm actually really excited for 30, but- You're right behind me, so don't...
0: I'm actually not. I'm only 28.
1: But because you have a late birthday. Yeah. So you still...
0: You'll be there. I still technically have one more year until I'm 29. not You'll be there. So by the time I turn
1: 29, you'll be inching 30. up to that 31. Listen, friend. It's gonna happen. You know what? I'm not nervous about it, though. I'm actually excited. I've never gotten excited for birthdays, but I'm excited for my 30s.
0: What are you going on doing for your 30?
1: Um, Me and my mom are going on vacation. Okay.
0: Just you and mom? Mm-hmm. No husband? No. No friends? No. Nobody? Mrs. right.
1: Nope. You seen Princess and the Frog?
0: No? Okay, never mind. I love that movie, actually. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, um... I'm not really crazy about birthdays. And then, I've never really been on a vacation with my mom as an adult. Okay. And this is her 30 years of, like, you know, like, you've been a mom for 30 years. And I feel like, as much as I love girls trips and things in like a third, like... It's not like it's the summertime or anything like that. Like, I don't want to have to deal with the hassle of having to, like, can everybody get off? Can everybody do all this other stuff? And I look at it more of a bigger thing. Like, Mom, like, you know, like, you did it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay. I made it. And plus, I told Kulan I want something else for my birthday. So, yeah. Okay. I want... And Coolman's birthday is also in April. I don't want to party. I've got, like, seven friends. So... Everybody lives in different places, so I couldn't do a party. I don't like a lot of attention on me. The wedding was enough. And then to be rounding everybody up again for like something, maybe like dinner. Mm -hmm. But all of my friends live in different places. Mm -hmm. And I never want to have to inconvenience everybody to come out just for my birthday. So, I mean, my mom, she has to choose my mom. But I told Kume, like, I want a new bed.
0: Okay. See, you, you have adult gifts and I, I started to see that I'm transitioning from adult to adult gifts now.
1: Like what? Like, like what I got mean?
0: really excited that my rug came.
1: Oh, you want for under,
0: Yes, for up under my bed. I was Ooh. really fucking excited.
1: That's very adult. Yes. Let's talk about that adult purchases.
0: I was really excited that I got a pair of house shoes and a robe, like a silk robe.
1: Kume went to the container store the first time a couple weeks ago, and he was just like, I get how you feel about Target now. He says, like, this is such an adult thing. Yes. And I'm in here. And he went back and then Kunai bought the stuff and then he built his little shelves. And like he's transitioned his he's transitioning his fifty five or fifty plus pairs of Jordans over into these things. I'm sick of looking at the boxes. Yes. And I was just like, Kunlay, what was your mindset when you bought all these things? And he was just like, in my mind I thought I was just gonna like they were gonna grow some money someday and I was gonna I said you literally only wear, your, like, your workout clothes. Like, Kome only wears athletic attire outside of his regular full-time job work clothes. And, like, when you do try to put on your Jordans, you look like the older guy trying to be young. And when he used to mentor, he used to, like, mentor a boys and girls club, and he would try to put on his Jordans, and I'd be like, you am trying to make him you think you're cool or something. You look stupid. You're so mean.
0: Well, it's true.
1: He did. He looked dumb.
0: You're so mean.
1: But it's true, though. I think, like, I don't know. Like, I think the older I get, I want things that are practical, mm-hmm. and I don't ask people for gifts anymore. So then we decided, also, like, instead of buying each other gifts, like, let's go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I want to make a memory. Like, yeah. we're both grown, we're both adults. We can buy our own stuff. Um, let's do something. So mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day coming up, we're trying to go to the Smash Room. So I'm excited. Do you know what that is? going no. be crazy. So Smash Room, it's like literally, it's a place, and they give you a sledgehammer. And you can, like, fuck up everything in the room. Yeah. I know. It's like, I'm not I'm not the romantic gal. Like, don't give me the candlelit shit. Like, that's just not me. Like, we like to be active. I wanted to do, like, they had this, like, couples boxing thing or whatever it is. But I'm like, I don't want to be bruised up. I think this would be more fun. Okay. So, yeah. Like, just the older I get, like, I don't want... I want to get... If I'm going to get a gift, I want to do something that I'm going to remember.
0: Well, my anniversary is tomorrow.
1: What are you guys doing?
0: Five years of marriage.
1: What are you guys doing?
0: Nothing. That night, Saturday, we're going to dinner and to the
1: movies. Where Where are you guys going to dinner? Fogo de Chao. Um, you better look online for coupons. Sign up because they've got coupons all week. Oh, really? Okay, sure do. You guys, we're gonna wrap it up. Me and yeah. I share about to sit over here and just chit chat on my Yeah, we're just fucking we rambling on and shit.
0: <laughs> okay, okay,
1: before we get out of here, do you have a music plug for this week, friend? I do. My music plug, I have two. Um, So, one by this group called Phony People featuring Meg Bestellian is called Fucking Around. That's not fucking like F U C K, it's F K N Around. And then the other one is by Emotional Oranges and their song Just Like You. Okay.
0: All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. Bye. Bye.